0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective.
1: Radio.
0: This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link red5
1: to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself. Mike, how are you guys doing?
2: Well, I mean, it's only Wednesday, but it feels like it's Friday already, so it's been like a really
1: long week. Uh, wait, <laughs> it is Friday.
2: Oh,
0: in that case, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm, we have to see Ahsoka this week, so yeah, it's been a great week.
1: I'm, I'm a year older. I
0: yes, figured we don't want to keep talking about that anymore.
1: I'm not. I'm just stating uh, I'm a year older.
2: <laughs> I thought you stopped counting. They ran out of candles. <laughs> fire hazard. They ran out of candles. It just became a fire hazard.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, check out the homepage. Mm, Wookie radio. God, I almost said Mighty Marvel Geeks. Uh radio
0: I know we switched nights, but not to that night.
1: No, <laughs> not <laughs> to that night. Uh, WookieRadio.net support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for fifteen percent off all your Bluetooth speaker needs. At Rebel Sabers, use code Wookie for ten percent off all your lightsaber needs. Especially if you're looking to get oh, like Ezra's staple gun lightsaber, or either one of the Ahsoka sets, Clone Wars or Rebels, or kanan's lightsaber. One of
2: Ezra's that actually
1: shoots staples. Uh no. No. Still gonna be the sound effect. Um
0: and if you talk to them, they may actually make custom sabers for you. Yes. You just gotta make sure you send them in the pictures of what you want. <clears throat> Derek. I just said what I wanted. It's just staple gonna shoot the actual staple.
1: <laughs> um you know, if
0: you around with the lightsaber, then it would then have to oh, I got a home improvement project. Hang on a second. Click, click, <laughs> click. Okay, now it's going.
1: <laughs> they they're also gonna be introducing uh one that's Being modeled after the Ezra Wren saber that we're seeing in the Ahsoka series. Cool. They're actually doing a naming contest. Well, at time of recording, they're doing a naming contest. I don't know when it ends, but I submitted two name ideas, the artist's eye and the artist's light. So I think both of those kind of fit motif of Rebel Sabers. Yeah. Um, The only other one I thought of, and I'm like, but it doesn't really, it's not really. Well, it would have been Artist brush, but no. Mm. Um, Check out Red Flag Workshop. Use code smuggler3 for 25% off purchases for your national park patches, which they just introduced a new one based around the Teenage Mutant Ninja Ninja Turtles. So NYC sewers. that's very cool it it looks very good but there's also all the Star Wars ones as well and uh, this would be a good time for for him to do uh, one for Lothal since Lothal is coming back big time and that one the the insignia at the bottom should be uh, the Rebel Phoenix next squadron there should be a loath cat on it too
0: yeah or at least oh, the yeah.
1: ears poking up in the forefront
0: think of the loath all before we get to ahsoka uh well i'll wait let's wait till you're done with this because i noticed something i've been doing a rewatch of rebels and i saw something and i'm like wait a minute
1: uh, Oh also too, hanger-58.com use code wookie radio for 10 percent off your clothing needs from there there's some great stuff there as well so on to I guess the the news at hand. Wait, wait, see how quick J Seven is.
0: I'm online and operational, fellas. I'm sending to your terminals now, gentlemen. Here's what's around the holonet. All right, here's the mission debrief. Kay. Well, Before we get into Ahsoka, though, uh-huh. I, I'm re-watching Rebels, and if you go back to the Trials of the Dark Saber episode, at the um when Kanan is teaching uh, um Sabine how to use the saber with the practice sabers. He does a move where he knocks her down and then actually throw, has a lightsaber right against her head he says that's your head I swear that's the exact same move out of the original Highlander movie
1: yeah probably is, is there yeah. same move that
0: knocks her down because I swear there's um there's a scene where um or the first scene when or one of the first scenes when um, Ramirez it? um Ramirez yeah knocks uh, um Connor McLeod on his butt and then um had, has his sword right up against his throat' It's like dude I could just I got to go back and rewatch because I've not seen them side by side, and I looked up to see if I could find any references to Highlander, and I nobody oh, has it written
1: I'm, down anywhere. I'm sure there is.
2: So, I haven't watched Highlander in ages.
0: Oh, I love that movie. I've not seen it in a while, but I still got it mostly memorized. Yeah, I love
1: it. I loved Curtain too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and it was Peter Zombie, um, the Zombie in this.
1: Yeah, I can say it wasn't Curtain, Clancy Brown.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. he sure was. There can be only one. I don't know why they brought him back, but they didn't bring back Dante Bosco. Because <laughs> um, when he's on the platform up there, the senator he brings up, Jai Kel, that was actually, he's from the um, original show, too. Right. He was um, in the episode with all the cadets. He was the cadet. Yeah, that yeah, 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 That's what I was working with. Yeah. And that was Dante right. Bosco in the series. Okay. Well, this whole show is it was just a, both episodes were just homages back to Rebels and some stuff directly out of Rebels put Re- um, like shot for shot into this. There's at least yeah, one of those,
1: yeah. Um, so let's, let's go ahead and start diving into Soka. then. Uh, the, the first one, uh, first episode was Master and Apprentice, yes. Second episode, Toil and Trouble, mm-hmm. um, which the second episode. Definitely makes sense of having a little bit of a Macbeth vibe to it, um, with that toil and trouble, with with how that played out with that episode. Yeah. So, um, so let's start off with Master and Apprentice. You know, seeing for me, seeing the title right away, I'm thinking, oh, they did this because of Ahsoka and and Sabine. Whereas, no, it's also because of Balin and mm-hmm. and uh, I cannot n- ever remember her name. Oh. Uh, Exactly. By the end of the series, it'll be a no brainer.
0: Yeah. It's Shin Hati, but her name really isn't said much in the show. Right. No.
1: I and I think it's funny too. Um, and I know we referenced this before. His last name, her first name. Yes. are references to, uh, to a Norse legend of the Ragnarok with the wolf and the something else. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me see if it's. A, I got a reference book here, so I'd be faster to just Google it. But
1: yeah, but uh, I, I think it's funny though. Everyone's been going. Hey, I've been seeing people on Facebook, you know, with with uh, Balin and and Shin. So you know, these are these are Sith. I'm like, no, no. Lightsabers are orange, not red. Oh, I didn't notice that. They looked they looked red to me. They're orange. <laughs>
2: Death. They're not inquisitors. I mean, wait, when you,
1: dead. I mean, when you see Shen ignite her saber in episode two against, uh, along with Merrick, yeah, the Inquisitor, you see the distinct difference between orange and red.
0: And also, when they first show up on the um that transport, which it was awesome to see the Mon Calamari transports and
1: stuff. Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. But um, when you see them first walk on there, it's like you tell dude, um, oh. Balin's the way they walk up on there, the way they do their mannerisms, everything. He was a Jedi at some point. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because it was it was almost um it was very very reminiscent of the opening shot of um, Phantom Menace.
1: Well, yeah. Well, it's already been established. Balin, I mean, if we go by the trailers, Balin was in the Jedi Order. Yeah. At this point in time, I'm curious to know how in the Star Wars universe they're going to be identified, which we don't know. All we know is Force Force Wielder.
2: Yeah. I'm also curious to see how they got to or how he got to that point that he's at. Because well, the he, thing is, also, he's not ruthless
0: as a dark sider, right? Right. Because you look and it, it's like he's making these decisions. He's doing using the dark side and doing these things, but he's not choosing just to be evil, right? He's it's, a straight, he's actually the closest you're going to get to the center where he's he's just a straight mercenary, yeah, Same as yeah. or any of those guys.
2: He, he works for whoever's going to pay him.
1: He he but is he, a he is a force wielding merc.
2: Now he is he looking learn, for power. Yeah, I was going to say that we did learn that in this second episode. He's he wants
1: some. He wants power. Mm-hmm.
2: So he may be leaning towards Sith, but
0: he's not. He's not there.
1: So it makes makes me. Well, that's why I say I, I'm curious to see how they end up labeling because you no. Know, for a while, we thought was the sequel trilogy that Luke had, because of his going into recluse mode, hermit mode, that he became a great Jedi. But not once was that ever labeled great Jedi. It's the only yeah, I, assumption. I
0: don't, think, I don't think we're ever going to see that that label on anything, but I don't think Luke actually stepped that direction either. He shut himself yeah. off from the force. Right, I don't yeah. think he ever um, stopped being on the light side.
1: But I'm wondering if we're going to get the label of dark Jedi. any? Or are they going or are they going to try to label these two as Sith, but they're not I Sith. They're,
0: I don't think they're going to label them at all. I kind of hope they don't. You got to remember, Filoni wrote all the, done all the writing on this. And he's done that before where it's there. He'll put them in there, but doesn't actually give them any kind of name or anything. It's just, they're there. They're a character in the show. You know, their attributes, but they don't have to have an actual title.
1: I, would you guys be okay if we were to label them rogue Jedi? They're out for themselves.
0: If we're going to call Ahsoka Jedi still, then possibly, yeah.
1: See, I don't, I I still don't think she's a Jedi.
0: She's not Jedi. But everybody in here refers to her as a Jedi and she's allowed, she doesn't ever correct anybody. Right.
1: So, because even up to the episode in Book of Boba Fett where she talks with Skywalker and he offers her to teach at the temple, she's like, I'm not part of the order.
2: Yeah, I'm not a (laughs) Jedi so yeah, yeah but
1: and this is taking place shortly after that
2: she's still she still um she still kind of lives as a jedi in spirit if not in in
1: so don't a fish capacity so i don't think she knows how to live any other way
2: but also she's not a part of the order anymore but there really is no order anymore right other you know luke's trying to bring it back but technically he's not a part of the order either
0: well, that's like Balin said when um, when they were talking about in this second episode about have, possibly having to kill her. He says it would be a shame to kill her. There's so few Jedi left. Right. I think he was honestly, um, that it feels bad for ha- if they
2: have to actually kill her. Right. Which also shows me that he, like you said, Ken, he's not fully um, embracing the dark side. Yeah.
1: Oh, it, 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 he's a saber for hire. He's a mark mm-hmm. through and through.
2: Well,
0: when we're opening these episodes, um, when she when Soka first drops into that temple, did you guys um interpret the, what the, was on the walls, what those women were?
1: Not not at the beginning. I was thinking they to me, I was looking at them as oh, this is the uh, this is the uh, um father son daughter yeah uh, um that's mortis. what i thought originally was the mortis that's
0: what i first thought vicky my wife actually called us straight up she said like, that looks like night sisters
2: yeah I, there was a split second where i thought that too but then i was like those Kind of looked like the Night Sisters a little more, but I I, I did not. Sure that was at the time I wasn't sure that was the the
1: direction they were going to go in. But. I I did not I did not go the Night Sister route. So for me I I was when which hopefully you know we should talk about the second episode. Um, yeah they touch on it in the first episode, don't they? Morgan, they they go to the temple. Yeah, her,
0: oh, right away, they right away, they um, she
1: establishes that she's um, from Dathomir. Yeah, yeah.
0: which was that, that was one of the first big surprises in this for me. It's like, wait a minute, we didn't well, know that she
2: had any kind of ability at all. She didn't. She didn't now, actually say she was from Dathomir. She yeah. said her, her ancestors were. That
0: there's a couple of other like um, if you watch this entire thing. I don't know that Sabine actually is um has force ability. Cause even Hu Yang tells her how she's it's the least amount of force she's he's ever seen in a student. Yeah. Right. And I've been watching um doing the rewatch on Rebels. Um I saw the Darksaber episode and Kanan said she doesn't ha- have the, she doesn't use the force in there. So it may be that she's training in the ways of the Jedi, but not actually being able to use the force.
1: And yeah. See, I, I read somewhere that she she was trying to because she was so moved or um, affected by the loss of Ezra so soon after mm-hmm. the death of, of Kanan that she felt she needed to step up, take and fill into their shoes since she had done some training and was wanting to learn. Yeah, it was- and, and I don't, I don't think it was really forcibility She was wanting, she was wanting to learn that because she's a, she's a Mandalorian. She's a warrior. She wants to learn how to fight with the saber. Mm-hmm. She wants to master that.
0: Blade. Well, Vicky, once again, was reminding me and I saw it in a couple episodes also that Kanan had mentioned uh, um, he had mentioned that somehow. I think it, just, it may just be his belief, but that um, everybody has some type of aptitude with a force. Yes. It may oh. not be able to train it to be like a Jedi, but that everybody connects to the. I mean, and everyone. So Yoda, all of them have said that um, it's in all living things.
1: Yeah, I mean, it th-
0: to you, but it's still there.
1: That, that's been a common thread throughout the entire franchise. So Maybe that may be what this
0: is: is the fact that um, she's learned to at least listen to the Force in some way
1: for her. To
0: actually, be able to manipulate anything, but
1: for her, she's trying to utilize it to improve her combat mm-hmm. and her strategy.
0: I mean, this—you never know. Next week, we may throw all these ideas out the window. That's <laughs> well, true, but. <laughs>
1: That's true. Um, it, no, it, it was pretty cool with the with the assassin droids. Mm-hmm. Which Derek, did,
0: you, did you recognize those droids right away or did you have to wait till they actually said what the model droid
2: is? Um yeah, I didn't realize it until they said the model I was like, it oh, is it like Eric like, Cow said, Oh yeah, <laughs> it's no like,
1: oh. See Here's my problem.
2: And then I shout out, me back.
1: <laughs> here, here, here's my problem. They refer to those droids as 87s? No, HK. Yeah, it's an right. HK-87 is what it's hk whereas in Kotar, it's an HK-47, isn't it? Yeah.
0: That was also, what, uh, a thousand years ago? Right. So this is a newer model. Right. But it's still an HK droid.
1: It's an HK droid, but it's not the... It's... Because we, we've seen these droids before. We saw them in in the uh, in Season 2 of Mandalorian, in the Jedi episode. No, they were named at HK. They were named Assassin droids. It? Yeah. Because when the figures came out for um, for Mandalorian, you could have gotten the HK-87 Assassin droid. Plus, it's yeah. also available in Star Wars Galaxies, or Galactic Heroes, or Galaxy Heroes, whatever that mobile app is.
0: See, I don't remember those.
1: Because it, it was the 47 that's from Kotar. Yeah. That's the meat bag <laughs> that's the one I would love to see come back Yes. And, and that's the one that I would love to see in uh in the acolyte, yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, it's cool that they're still using the h k moniker for for the assassin droids that aren't that aren't the uh the battle droid assassin droids because those were yeah. a little different but and then of course we had the i g the IG assassin droids.
0: Yeah, I think that's a newer series of um, assassin droids.
1: Yeah, I mean there there's as far as I remember, there are three or four different droid class of assassin droids. But um, no, those, those were those were cool to see as well. And, and I love how their weapons are very similar to the uh, were those IG droids that were with Grievous in Revenge of the Sith. No, those were um, oh. I don't say magna guards because they weren't magna guards i thought they were are they i thought
0: yeah i said they were too but yeah the magna guards were the ones that were with um grievous
1: okay i love how they they're they had the uh vibros vibro pikes like very similar to the to the magna guards or Grievous's troops yeah a little bit more refined even i, I thought those were very cool so, um, Clancy Brown making his return as the governor.
2: Yeah, was awesome. I, I was, was very happy so, to see him. Uh, huh? I was very happy to see him.
1: Yeah,
2: I love Clancy Sh- Brown. It shows that there was uh, there was still some <laughs> secrets there. So, oh yeah, and
1: uh, loved how. So uh, yeah, I loved how they take part of the um, the mural and turn that into a memorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, here we are five years after.
0: The funny thing is, though, he says at the very beginning of his speech, he's talking about how several years ago on this day, to keep it vague. So um, the Star Wars geeks out here and all of us nerds are not going to say, um, wait a minute, you're wrong on the time frame. No, he said several oh, yeah. years ago, the rebels won the battle here.
1: Faloney was smart.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that man that Dave is one of the greatest tap dancers in Hollywood.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, there's a couple other things that jumped out at me too though um, when you see Sabine fly going away on her speeder bike if you notice that's the same speeder bike model that they have all the time in the original Rebels show oh yeah uh, little, well,
1: mm-hmm. well we see the other that
0: weird one. odd thing on top of it
1: well, we see the other one uh, that that was used by Ezra at the base of the tower. A little further out from the tower. Yeah, but it's just all these
0: nods of the animated stuff that get, that's put onto this, or is just crazy.
1: Yeah, Seeing I th- want a
0: loath cat. I don't like cats, but I want a loath cat. <laughs>
2: I love
1: cats, and I don't want a loath cat. Zoe has some loath cats.
2: Yeah, but they're not um, alive and like walking around and stuff. Speaking of of the loath cats, I did read an article today that the the loath cat they do have, um, they did the same thing as they do with Grogu. And it, there is an anima, you know, an animatronic puppet, and the, but there is some CGI for some of the facial expressions and stuff occasionally. It is, have, yeah.
1: It is modeled after the animatronic that's used at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I think I showed, I showed you the one that was in the uh, in the cage in the marketplace, yes. didn't I? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it it is based on the same the puppet for that was was modeled after that one. Except right now the tail's not working on it. It just sits there and makes noise. It doesn't <laughs> the tail doesn't flutter. It's is,
0: is they're getting away with that? No comment. <laughs> That's all I got to say.
1: No comment. Um, the, the, when he's, when the, the governor is looking for Sabine and then sends the E-wings.
0: Yeah. You could tell, do you notice that they're still running as um, Spectre Squadron?
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's funny too. And, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're not limiting the E-wings to just lethal. I'm hoping this is something that's going to be, that we would potentially see on all the various planets in the New Republic. Uh, yes, they are ships that can go deep space and go planet to planet, but they're being used primarily for interplanetary defense. Yeah, defense or operations. Well, the
0: cool thing too, if you, if you you could pick up on this, that the um, the pilots knows Sabine. She's actually since she's the command, she's still running the name or the rank of commander. She may actually be a part of the Lothal Defense Forces still. Yeah, the oh, official yeah. Lethal because. He says, Hey, Commander, this lieutenant is trying to tell her, Hey, I got to pull you over anyway.
1: <laughs> it, there was definitely a, a relationship between the two.
0: Yeah. It was Spectre 21. So that tells you, they even use it Spectre. Oh, um, sorry support. for a while.
1: I, I love the other one. Uh, she's not stopping. <laughs> She'll stop. It's crazy. She's not stopping. <laughs> I saw someone redo the music to it, and I'm like, it's still the wrong music. I forgot what they did.
0: I saw sa- someone put it to "Sabotage" from Beastie Boys.
1: That's what I was hoping I was going to see it done. Oh, it's out there. The version I, I got to look for the one with "Sabotage." The version I saw it was something else. I'm like, no, it needs to be "Sabotage." Mm-hmm. "Sabotage" is perfect for this. I disagree. I, well, I was going to say you're not a big Beastie Boys fan, to begin with, are you?
2: No, I am. But enough with the Beastie Boys and movies and TV shows and stuff. Especially that song. Since yeah, start I mean,
1: shooting. yeah, it's been overplayed. But I, this, to me, this was one of those times it, it felt natural that "Sabotage" would be the song for that. Whereas all like the, the, the other song. times, it seems like it was forced and it worked. This seemed like a natural, natural fit. I like the song they were playing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, as far as I know, it's hundred percent original. Cause you guys saw the music for this, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, it, Kevin Kiner.
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I like. I like a lot of the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the show but no although the,
1: I mean, the, the, end,
2: the end credits theme makes me feel more game of Thrones ish than than star wars yeah yeah that's actually available
0: on streaming already the rest of the soundtrack is not yet but that track is
1: yeah mm-hmm. i mean the, the the one meme i saw where they have redone the music so they used a different tune it wasn't sabotage and i'm like no sabotage is what works here it's almost like Kevin was inspired by Sabotage to write that theme for that for that section. There, there, there felt like there were moments or the hits of of Sabotage or the inspiration of Sabotage for that for that piece without it being Sabotage. I'm so glad they didn't use Sabotage. <clears throat> oh, so am I. But if someone's going to recreate it. The meme with it, use sabotage. Don't use any other. That's the natural fit. Whereas any other time sabotage has been used, it's like yeah, it's overdone and it's forced, and it just happens to work because it and you forced it into it, and it just happened to work. It wasn't. It didn't seem like a natural flow to it. sabotage. Felt like it would be a natural flow with this one. But, but no, I I love that whole sequence, and, and I love the helmet she's wearing too. Yeah, yeah. Because that that helmet almost looks like it. Where we're heading towards what eventually becomes. Comes the X-wing pilot helmets in the sequel trilogy, yeah, because it has a very similar look to it. Even though mm. the pilots of Spectre Squad are still using the regular X-wing Y-wing helmets of the old rebellion, now the New Republic.
0: Well, you think this starts where we're at now. We're only a couple of years after Return to the Jedi still. <sighs> Right. we like seven, seven years. years after the Gen yeah. after the Jedi, so
1: Yeah. And at that time, I think for the rebellion, now New Republic, there's only three different model pilot helmets. There's the A-wing. Pilot helmet, B-wing pilot helmet, and the uh, and then the X-wing now X-wing slash X slash Y slash E wing fighter. Well, at least that's
0: what we've seen.
1: That's all we've seen at the moment. Yeah. Um, How about the Astromechs all over the place? I noticed that big time.
0: Well, just in general, this feels even more like it's because uh, Mandalorian felt like it was Star Wars, Uh but um, there's a lot of these other ones have. But this, the fact that you're in the ships all the time, you're actually in the government of the. This feels even more like. Star Star Wars and a lot of the other ones have yeah a lot of the other ones could be okay we got a handful of Star Wars characters that we dropped in anywhere you want this is a Star Wars show right I don't know if that's coming across the way I wanted to but
1: <laughs> no 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 it's the this definitely kind of gives you the vibe of uh the original trilogy as if this fits in more to the original trilogy look and feel wise.
0: Yeah, I think part of it is also the modern Star Wars television shows. The sets and the settings—they don't disguise well that they're just here on Earth. Right. This almost every set or setting in this show so far looks like it's on a alien world. Yeah. I mean, it all looks like it's out in the prairies, but it's still got enough stuff that looks like it doesn't look like a, so like you're gonna go out to Kansas to find this place. <laughs> right. Even um the cliffs where um Morgan and them look at the map that looks like an alien world. I don't know. Was, they may have changed the colors on some stuff or something, but it looks like a totally alien place. Right. It just seems like modern Star Wars, they haven't been putting that much work into the details of stuff like that. Even in the movies, a lot of the locations is like, oh, that looks familiar. Right. Um. Well, remember in Andor, we were um, and a lot of people were yelling at like the guns they were using at the very beginning of it. Look like stock like guns you'd go to the gun, pawn shop or the um, gun shop and pick up. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you see Hera's blaster? It's almost the exact same blaster she has in the um, cartoon.
1: Yeah, I, that's one of the things I really was digging is the the costuming pieces they kept similar.
0: Yeah, and the props and stuff.
1: And the props and everything is very similar to what was in the in the cartoon mm-hmm. in the in the Rebel series, which I really loved.
0: I but, wanna uh, we need to see the backstory. Does Marvel have any Ahsoka comics coming?
1: Uh because I, so.
0: I think that's gonna end up being where we find out how Ahsoka hooked up with Hu Yang. I
1: thought there um, I thought yeah. there was an Ahsoka series.
0: Yeah, but did was that was that part of it? Because mm. all at the beginning of the show, all of a sudden he's just her um he's her droid. It's like, okay, how where did that come from?
1: Right. Uh I am searching now. There has not been Ahsoka comics yet. She's appeared yeah. in the Clone Wars stuff.
0: Well, it just occurred to me. It's like Luke is trying to restart the Jedi Order and looking for all this information about the Jedi Order. Why is Ahsoka keeping Hu Yang with her? He's he's just as good, if not better, than a holocron. Yeah. He's got hundreds and hundreds of years of working with the Jedi.
1: Well, who who's to say... Well, remember, he's still building the temple. He doesn't have any students yet.
0: Yeah. Well, yes, but you got to think at this point, he's been searching for um, Jedi knowledge.
1: Maybe he hasn't asked. I don't know. <laughs> that could be the or next step.
0: realize that she's actually, um, that that's who this is.
1: Could be.
2: Well, that could be something we find out at some point.
0: Mhm. I would not be surprised if Luke shows up in the show at some point just as a cameo type deal.
2: If there's if there's a story behind why C3PO has a red arm and yeah. wakens, you know there's a story behind how right. uh they got together.
1: Do we have to rehash The most expensive free comic book day book I've ever bought. (laughs) Oh wait, it wasn't a free comic book day book. (laughs) By the time it it came out, it should have been. Uh, Yeah, Marvel should have just written it off and gave it as a free comic book day book. Mm -hmm. Just saying, at the very least. Um, thing is, I can't. I want to refer to the this Astromech as an SK droid because the dome is very similar to the SK 620 droid from the Star Cruiser which the first time which the first time we see that is in um in Kenobi no in the Mandalorian and it, and, it go, and it has a like a Noah like name and note in mandalorian but it, it's got the it's got this new dome style and we're seeing more of that dome style in ahsoka because there's a a white astromech that has a white dome and then um here's the sk that i have I'll show you guys but around the sensor area that pattern it's a white dome but that section is yellow on that particular droid
2: hmm.
1: and i'm trying to find what the other one was called so, I'm trying to get a more definite because Wikipedia has not helped me on this. They're saying, oh, it's an R series droid. But it, it is, but it isn't, especially since they're referred to as an SK droid now. Or a lot of people are calling them SKs. But it's, I think it's also funny too. I'm looking on Wikipedia, you know, for astromech droid, there used to be a link for R7s and they used to have R8s and R9s. Those are gone now and R7 has no link. So I'm wondering if these droids we're now seeing associated in Ahsoka with the E-wings are going to be the new R7s since they're being used as a, the domes are being used as a nod to the old R2-D2 Kenner uh, action figures. And supposedly the R sevens were were made for the E Wings initially. It was, it was the R seven Astromech droid was designed specifically for use with the Rebel Alliance slash New Republic E Wing Escort Starfighter as Canon. In Legends, all we've ever or that's that's from Legends. In Canon, right now, all we have Astromech wise, and these are those that have appeared on screen or within the books is um, the Q7 series astromech. Now I'm curious what that is. Uh, those were the ones where um, in the V wing starfighter, Jedi V wing starfighters, basically just dome only. But we have the R C the R zero, the R one, the R two, R three, R four, R5 and R6. And then now there's an R7 added as part of canon. So I'm wondering if they're thinking the same thing. I'm starting to think that the R7 is now going to be this new one we're seeing from uh, from Ahsoka. But it still doesn't help me with what this droid series is that's been seen. It's been made into an action figure with SK-620 and this other one. That was sold in the parks based around the Mandalorian with this new dome style and another new dome style. So this is the, okay, finally, here's the droid. This is the droid I'm looking for. Thank you. I'm going to send you guys a picture of it or the link to the picture. This is Noah. And, And according to their thing with this one, it's just an astromech. They don't specify what class. This is the same dome that SK 620 uses in, uh, star cruiser for that droid and we see this version with a white dome and where that orange is on noah is yellow and then all the green on the body is yellow in ahsoka so at this point in time, can we call these an sk series droid should we I don't know. There needs to be a new classification. Lucasfilm needs to, or Story Group needs to give these a new designation. Because we're seeing more and more of this dome style in the series, in the different series now.
0: They may not. They may just leave it ambiguous.
1: Oh, it's just an astromech. Oh, come on. No. I'm an astromech fan. I'm a member of astromech anonymous. I need to know a designation. What is this? What what is this? And for those who are, who are wanting to know, search on Wikipedia in zero a H and you'll see the droid. I really like this, this dome style and, and to see it, to see it in person when I was on the Star Cruiser was great. I'm like, okay, this works. I mean, I enjoyed it in the show from season two. Yeah, you know, I was in the first episode of season two of Mandalorian and I really liked it. So it really hit home when I saw it on the ship. But I'm I'm really drawn to this particular look. I mean I like the I like the standard R2 head as well. But I think having seen years of the standard R2 and then, oh, if it's clear, it's the R3, R4, R5, R6. Cool. Now we have a whole new dome w- w- with some new pieces in it. And, and I really, and, and you get some new colorings. I really like this idea. And this really draws to me. I, I am really liking the style of Droid. I would change my R5's head to the style of dome if they ever sold it at Droid Depot because I really like the style of dome. <laughs> Okay, maybe not. I'll just build a new one. <laughs> but anyway, uh, biggest moment of, for you guys in, in episode one. I realized I got to get us into episode two or chapter two.
0: I've seen it twice and there's no one moment that, I mean, well, for me, it, probably when when I first heard Clancy Brown's voice, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> that was
1: awesome. For, for me, I think, uh, actually, no, I'm, I'm doing this wrong. Derek, how about you?
2: Um... I don't know if I really have like
1: one particular moment. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I gotta say that lightsaber battle between the apprentices, yeah, Shin cool. and, a, and actually, I
2: was just thinking that was the, just popped into my head too. So yeah, I think that one. And it proves that uh, the Sabine's actually tougher than Qui Gon. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like that whole um, attack—not just the lightsaber battle, but the the, the droids attacking and everything. Yeah, her them off, and that
0: was kind of my first clue that Sabine may not be using the Force at all. Because if you watch the way that battle turns out, she right. doesn't actually force push or anything that you'd see a Jedi do.
1: No, in all the opportunities where she should have force pushed, she didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. But her skill with the saber, be it dark or light, has greatly improved. Well, yeah. But she's still not quite there yet. And actually, yeah, I did.
0: I just looked up IMDb for
1: um, the. the
0: um trivia stuff and before we get off this uh, first um the first uh, episode numbers in star wars usually mean something uh, for some reason or somehow george lucas started this a long time ago anytime he gives a number designation to something usually it meant something and has kept that going because ahsoka's (laughs) ship noticed uh, did you notice the designation when she was flying up to home one which we've not got to yet but did you recognize the what they what her shuttle was it was T six one nine seven four. Dave Filoni's birthday is seven <laughs> six So that was actually her ship is his birthday. <laughs> so Filoni has kept that going cause, well, and uh,
1: that and that particular ship was created in the Clone Wars. Yeah, and was a T six Jedi shuttle. Mm-hmm. so it's only appropriate though so.
0: but also how sweet was it when you hear um they're looking for the ships like the, in, in the very beginning a ship jumps in the system oh they're early wait that's not home one all of a sudden I'm like i know what that is yeah <laughs> are we gonna see akbar no he's actually commanding um let hera i think Hera's actually commanding home one
1: yes yeah yep so let's get into episode two i i found it interesting that we see Sabine lying in bed with almost like a Bacta pant, patch, instead, yeah, of being patch. In a, instead of being in a in a chamber. Almost a little old school means here. But it was that 2-1-B style uh, medical droid that's a tour mm-hmm.
0: All these years of Star Wars, they can't come up with a different type of droid for medical.
1: Oh, you go that with droids, what works.
0: Well, they have the FX-7,
1: but you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, more of a surgical droid yeah or nurse guard. yeah but how uh, cool uh, was it to actually
0: see um corelli in the actual sunshine daylight yeah to <laughs> say. yeah
1: yeah that was cool when they went to the shipyards yeah and that whole oh and, and the whole loyalty thing well what about loyalty oh yeah 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 come find out no but all that that whole sequence was good as well yeah um uh, i mean for me it's one of those yes these first two episodes were a bit of a slow burn and I knew it was going to be a slow burn because there was a lot to catch up on, but it, yeah, did, I, it I did, did not it did not feel slow.
2: Yeah, I didn't feel that at all.
0: Yeah, see for me, the first episode was a, a little slower than the second one. second yeah. one gets right into the story. The first one was just setting it up and letting you know where you're at.
1: Just as it was starting oh, to hell. drag, it picked up and, and episode one picked up and, and and same thing with episode two. Just as it was like, okay, we're, we're starting to get to a point where it's this isn't, I'm starting to quit. Oh, okay. Well, finger. see what happens yeah, never, next episode. I never got to that point. I
2: never felt that at all.
1: I, I was actually okay with the pacing. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I, can, I can see they needed some time to set up. Now, I, you know, because I've, I've seen some comparisons to, oh, they're doing this just like they did with Secret Invasion. Mm, apples, oranges, tomatoes, tomatoes, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's not, it, so it's not the same. And this is Floney's baby here. Mm-hmm. This is the. I mean, this is Felloni's Luke Skywalker. You know, George is very protective of the original characters. Felloni's very protective over Ahsoka. He's not going to let anything bad happen. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah. So here, I, I guess we'll we'll be calling our recaps on this the the Fulcrum files.
0: It was interesting that they um, that Ahsoka's gone back to the call sign of Fulcrum now.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. A
0: secret. Thing of who she is now, but she's still, she's actually using it.
1: Well, uh, I just watched um, the episode of Rebels where they introduced, where, where, uh, Calus has taken the, the Fulcrum call sign. Yeah. And they go, oh, it's Fulcrum. They're like, "Soka, she's still alive? No, this was a call sign that she created for the line of informants mm-hmm.
0: yeah they're all fulcrum
1: so she has continued to embrace even though the fulcrum call sign may or the fulcrum network may no longer be in use she has maintained it as her personal call sign mm-hmm. for ships or for when she's on ship just like the specter crew for, for the ghost so um derek how about you start us off with something you do from your shows all right, we're so going corporate.
2: On, uh, my podcast, Keepers of the Fringe, uh, which I do with my friend Chris, we started a thing when we reviewed movies that I like to call the good, the bad, and the nitpicky, and that's uh, where we where we basically pick something or some things that we really liked, something that we really kind of didn't like, and just some small little nitpicky things that bugged us but didn't really uh, affect our enjoyment of the episode. So, and I like to uh, I like to go backwards so that we can end on the good uh, in this case. And so that means we'll start with the nitpickies, and uh, I'll start... Uh just a, just a couple small nitpickies, uh, really. Um One, I get it. I know why they did it. I understand it and all that, but I really liked Sabine's hair, and I really hated that she cut it. <laughs> Again, I know why she did it. I understand it all, but I, I liked it better when it was long. See? Nitpicky. Uh-huh. Um, There was one other thing I wanted to... I thought there was one other thing and that was a nitpicky. I guess not. I can't think of it now. So about you guys, what do you have for nitpickies?
0: Uh, if I had to have something, um, something that was a little strange here was, it was almost like, um, cause we know at this point, we know Dave Filoni is chopper, the voice of chopper. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, it felt like they forgot how to do that because I could almost understand chopper on about 75% of what he was saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I noticed that too. Like, Wait
0: a minute. You're not supposed to be able to understand chopper.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, cause if you, if you go back and watch rebels, at no point, really, can you understand what he's saying. I mean, you can kind of get the gist, by, but it's more from context than actually what he's saying. Right. I mean, bl- almost blatant where they've almost not masked
2: it at all. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I could pick out like specific words. I was like, hey, he just. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm learning. I'm learning how to speak droid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. That's a good one.
1: Ken. I agree with that one. For, for me. Who's gonna feed the loaf cat?
2: I had thought of if that
0: as know, well it, too. You know, <laughs> the door wait, wasn't wait. locked anyway, so at any point that oh. loaf cat could just walk towards the door and it opens up and it can go find food.
2: Yeah, I suppose so, but still you worry and, about it, 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 you know? it, <laughs> it. Just assume that it knows how to use the lift.
1: The, the next question is, are we gonna see the loaf cat on the ship?
2: That would be nice. That'd be cool. I hope I actually would like to see more of it. The loaf cats are gonna be like porks. They're just gonna show up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well
1: mm-hmm.
2: Alright, uh, is that all we have for nitpickies?
1: That's all I got for
2: nitpickies. so for this, yeah. Alright, that means we have to move on to the bad. Uh, which doesn't necessarily have to be something that was actually bad, but maybe something that you in particular weren't uh, too fond of or whatever. And uh, you don't even have to have anything if you don't.
0: I've been trying to think of something that while we've been sitting here because I knew this was coming.
2: Yeah, uh, I can't really think of anything bad. Personally, that I that
1: really bugged me. I think the only thing bad that that, that it wasn't until Kim pointed it out to me uh, before show that that's kind of festered. and we got Clancy Brown back mm-hmm. as the governor, mm-hmm. David Tennant back as Huyang. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they? Uh, the guy who. The governor has speak for Sabine. Oh,
0: Senator Kel.
1: Uh, yeah. Why couldn't they just gone ahead and, and made the nod and brought that actor into for him?
0: Yeah. Originally it was Dante Bosco. I don't remember the name of the actor who's playing him here, but I don't know. Dante, they may have asked him and he was in the middle of something else, but I doubt I be, can't yeah. see him doing that because he, he's a geek as much as we are.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, you never know. There could be any number of reasons. I mean, he may be doing some more Avatar
0: stuff for all I know. I think they're supposed to be having an animated movie also, not end the live action show.
2: I would have done Star Wars over Avatar any day but that's just me you you know he's much more well known for Avatar true but
1: (laughs) but such a small role as far as we know right now it's it's such a small role we're talking maybe a day of shooting
2: yeah
1: (laughs) or half day of shooting yeah
2: well I don't know what James
1: Cameron it could be you know
2: no 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 Last Airbender the other Avatar oh yeah what the hell yeah never mind (laughs) (laughs) Prince Zuko never mind never mind
1: for me and B no I'll pay you you to let me reprise my role in the yeah. series. All right.
2: Uh, anybody, any other bads? I can't really I can't think really... of anything. For this opening,
0: uh, opening two shows, It's I've enjoyed it thoroughly, so. Pretty solid,
2: yeah, I it's think.
0: One of the few times when um, I think they've taken something animated, made it into live action, and it actually holds up. Mm. Yeah. Um, not having to change it drastically.
2: Yeah, and I know, I know. As you had mentioned, Mike, some people have complained about the pacing, but that I don't know. It, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, it's not bothering me. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking kind of of bringing things to live action, there was there was a little part of my brain that, for some reason that I cannot understand, was a little weirded out seeing all the all the the characters that I knew as. Animated characters and live action. For some reason, it just there was some little weird thing in my brain. I don't know why, but but it wasn't bad. It just yeah, it's just weird. It it's I'm still trying to get used to um, Mary Elizabeth Winston as
0: Hera because it's not quite the what what Hera was.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, not quite Vanessa Marshall. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean Sabine is close enough that it's pretty good, and um, Ahsoka. That that's I mean it's more these are back to nitpickies again, but um, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. It's a different Ahsoka. Yeah. Than, Cause it's almost like as she got older, she got more stoic.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: If that's what it feels
2: like. So right now like-
0: she's almost like a
2: um, Jedi from five hundred years ago or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It fe- it feels different, but it feels right. It feels like she's she's. Um... With everything she's been through, yeah, that's how she's she is. Now. a lot more jaded now, too, because it's like mm.
0: she's, a, I mean, even the, at, towards the end of Rebels, after all the stuff they went through there, she's still you could tell she had she was still having fun,
2: mm. yeah, right, yeah. Um, oh, there's something I was just gonna say in a camera. Oh, <laughs> speaking of which, um, so that what they need to do now is, is bring Obi Wan onto the show, and then you can have the power couple there. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so i guess that'll bring us to the good and really i mean for me the whole show was good but yeah uh, in particular some things i really enjoyed uh um of course the loath cat very happy to see that (laughs) um but i did i did Even though I said there was a part of my brain that weirded me out a little, I did enjoy seeing everybody again and seeing them in live action was cool. And it's just nice to see the group getting back together, although we're still missing some uh, members. uh, And I'm wondering if if uh, they'll bring in. Well, we saw Ezra, of course, and we know he's going to show up. But but um, um, oh, brain fart. Um Zab or Kanan? which one? Zeb, no, they keep bringing Kane. Well, they could as a Force Ghost I suppose. Hey, he be blue glowy. Yeah. <laughs> but Zeb they had him in in uh, Mandalorian are they going to be bringing him on the show? It feels possible. Oh, awesome. Yeah. But it, we'll it almost
1: but it almost seems like he he's left He's yeah. not a part of Spectre Squad. It
2: does, yeah. Unless yeah. he's
1: on loan with uh, Captain Tervis's group.
2: But, you know, I'm sure he'd love to get back together
1: with his old crew. I'm sure he would, too. <laughs>
2: maybe he's running with the Rangers now. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, yeah and I like I like the, the new characters. I like the, the rogue Jedi or whatever they're going to end up being. I, I'm very intrigued by them. I, I'm intrigued by... Um, Just uh, knowing that Morgan was was a nice sister. sister. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that
0: and this Merrick character. Is very very interesting. Of what? Who is this? What is it?
2: Yes. Very prominent
0: theory that I've seen online so far. If you watch the credits of the of this under additional voices, Sam Whitwer actually has a credit for additional voices. Mm. So one of the big theories is the possibility: is this a way? Are is this going to actually be Whitwer? And they're br- trying to bring in
1: Star mm. Ooh, I had not heard that one. Because
0: if one, um, well, if I remember right, one way you could finish that game would be going to the dark side, isn't it? Fully into the back into the dark side.
1: I, think I don't so. remember.
0: I think that was one of the options that I've never fully completed the game, but I've heard about that. that I think that was one of the options. You could actually go dark side, which would bring um, Killer as a villain. Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And we know that um, even if he didn't do it, there is like that. We know that the Inquisitors, <laughs> many of them were fallen Jedi. Yes.
1: yes.
2: Although I do like right now that he's kind of uh <laughs> he's kind of like the Star Wars version of Snake Eyes right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's enough that we got
0: his name. Yeah, we've seen him do a couple things, but that's it. Yeah, it makes you want to see him more.
1: Well, here, here's another question: Could he? Could he be part of the Vader Star Killer clone process? And he's one of the Star Killers that actually survived and went and was absorbed into the Inquisitor program.
2: Maybe that's the thing. There's so many possibilities. Yeah, right? That, it, or it, is it, just it, an inquisitor it, that's still alive. One of the- yeah, because
1: <laughs> exactly. I have heard I've heard the uh, the theory of could it possibly be Ezra?
0: I saw that. I don't.
2: am just. don't that one. Myself. I don't. Yeah, I don't buy that, I
0: don't one, like
1: but. that one. yeah, I mean,
2: I, I, I really, would actually be yeah. disappointed in that.
0: Yeah, Ezra did flirt with the dark side here and there when he was training and stuff, but right.
2: unless, unless, well, even then, I don't know, because it be, might be a little cliche, but if he was Ezra, and the, the story point's going to end up being that, you know, Ahsoka and, and Sabine, and, and the, they bring him back to the light side.
1: I, w- I would think Ahsoka would, I mean, she was very quick to to catch Vader was Anakin. I would think she'd be very quick to catch that Merrick was Ezra.
0: Well, that, and if Ezra is back, why is Thrawn not? Yeah. Yeah,
2: right. That's a good point, Ken.
0: That was, a, that's actually, that brings me up another um, possible little nitpicky was, this is the first time I think ever, ever in Star Wars, no matter what, legends and books and anything that they've ever mentioned more than one galaxy. Star Wars has always been self-contained in its own galaxy.
1: I yeah. think you might be right. No, there's one other time that Star Wars has left the galaxy, and that's when uh, it was in the episode, it was in season two of Rebels, where they take uh, the two Lasat prisoners.
0: No, so they were still no, they were out in wild space. Is where that was. That's still in their galaxy. They didn't actually leave the galaxy at all. Okay. It was a hidden area of wild space, if I remember
2: right, or the unknown regions, one or the other. Well, the question also arises, um, then: What is going to come of that?
0: Yeah. And also, that giant, tell me that um, Eye of Sion or whatever she calls it. Tell me that thing doesn't look like a hyperspace I, ring for yep. Death Star.
2: The hyperspace ring. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Ring. That well, thing's so big. It looks like the hyperspace ring for the Death Star.
2: That's the first thing I thought. I was like, whoa. How
1: about how about the nice nod to Nice of Republic too with, with Scion? I knew I
0: knew the name. I didn't remember where it was
2: from.
1: from Sion was one of, the, one of the Sith Lords in, ah, okay. in Kotar 2.
0: Well, if you want to get some sense of scale, we saw the size of that hyperdrive core that they pulled out, and it was a hyperdrive core for a superstar Destroyer. Yes. And then you see the size of it when they're trying to add it to that ring. It is yeah. tiny compared to that ring. That ring is bigger than a planet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to move an entire planet.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. She's trying to get
2: to that other galaxy. That, that's a giant Stargate. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the other thing. When he talked about the Stargate, when he talked about the when he was the guy was talking about the hybrid driving he was like, Oh yeah, that's for the for the uh, SSD and I was like, Ooh, superstar destroyer, nice. I love how Herod all of a sudden's like, Wait a minute,
0: we're not building anything that big Yeah.
1: Well- <laughs> Let's think about this, though. Considering the size of that, you said it's the size of a planet, bigger than a Death Star. Does that eye of Sion eventually become the uh, propulsion mechanism for Starkeller Base?
2: Possibly. Hmm.
1: Possibly. So. And-
0: did you guys pick pick up how high up Hera's a general, but how high up in the in the military she is to where dudes like it's classified? She's like not for me.
1: Yeah, she's
0: basically on top. I, I, it's all. I get the feeling it's like there's Ackbar than her.
1: <laughs> yeah, the only the only person higher than the two of them is Leia. Mm-hmm. And right now she's not around because she's off training. Yeah, or getting ready we, to train with Luke.
0: Yeah, like I said, we think.
1: We think. Yeah. Right.
0: A lot of those stories haven't been written. They've been slu- teased at some, but that's it.
1: Actually, I think she's still in the involved she's, in rebuilding yeah. the republic.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She would be. Yeah, so uh, Ken, why don't you wrap us up?
0: Well, we don't have a name for this yet, but I have. Um, it's inspired by uh, Michael Rosenbaum has an actual rating system for movies and TV shows and stuff. His rose and bomb rating system. So you get um one, two, or three roses. Uh, zero is actually a heater, just right down the middle. It's it, it was good. It wasn't. Or it wasn't good, but it was. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just. It was a heater. It's right where you want it. Um, then uh, you got negative one, two, and three, depending on those are your bombs. So um, in a rating from three to negative three, where would you guys put the, we'll put both, you want to do them one at a time or both episodes together? Well, they were presented together. so
1: They were we'll presented it. together. Let's do it together.
0: So Mike, what do you think? We're going to come up with names for our, our own versions, but um, we should actually keep track of um, the of the numbers on these, Mike, so that we can see. And we're gonna, at the end of the season, we can actually have an overall rating of what we thought of
1: it. Uh, why don't you start with that?
0: So it goes up to three. It can go to positive three or negative three, and zero is just dead down the center. This is just—it was there. It wasn't good. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was just there.
2: Um, are
0: there? Oh,
2: is there decimal points or just straight numbers? Yeah, whatever you want. Let's say you make you it
1: easier, it's just do straight numbers.
2: See, I've done. I've seen it usually go by at least by uh, halves. Okay. Because uh, there's a lot
0: of stuff that needs better than a two, but it's not quite a three. Yeah.
1: If it's not, if it's not whole numbers, you know, whole or half numbers, yeah. No, and
0: remember, a one point seven seven. It'll
2: be easy. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely want, I definitely want to give it a high score, mm-hmm. but, but I don't know if it's like a full three. Is that perfect. Yeah, not there's Perfect is a very high achievement and very Mm -hmm. few things will ever have ever made it. So I'll give it, um, I guess, a 2.5, I guess. Okay. Is that just or or even a, you know it's your opinion? So I give it as high as close to a three as I could get
1: 2.5. Sounds good. What
2: do you 2. think, Mike?
1: Um, I'm not gonna go quite as high, uh, because I, th- I think there's still some room, uh, but I-, I definitely give it a very strong two.
0: Okay, I think for me, um, I'm almost at a straight three, but I've not seen the rest of the show, right. So for this was one of the strongest openings I've seen for um for a Star Wars show so far. I mean, we've loved all the other ones so far, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, this one I think a lot. Some of it is the nostalgia, looking back on it and saying, "Dude, how much Rebels was awesome!" And this is, like I said, this is the first time I think I've ever seen an animated show translated to live action and it actually works without totally changing what it was right so this one has to be at least a 2.5 for me so i mean if you think of all all everything else has been translated and become live action this i think is the closest to what the original was
2: well said and uh i for one am very excited to see the rest of it oh yeah it's gonna be amazing
0: and i think as we've said before on things i think they the, the how they figured out how to get it right was they got the right guy directing at the beginning or mm-hmm. it just writing the show. This is the guy who wrote the animated series and did created the animated series with George Lucas, and now he's doing this. So,
2: Right. And George. he directed the first episode, which was mm-hmm. which was
1: excellent.
0: It was great. If you watch the credits on the end, the first four credits were all Dave Filoni. Yeah. yeah. Written by, directed by, created by. So,
1: so right now, our average... Uh, the average for episode one, a 2.3. Yeah. Sorry, I brought it down, guys. <laughs>
2: Ooh. <laughs> well, no,
0: you've never brought the room okay. down before. <laughs> no, I,
1: I, I to it's me, 2.5 opinion. was 2.5. To me, just seemed a little, still a little high. I mean, I would have gone 2.25 if we were doing tighter steps.
0: And it's, uh, it, we're adapting this the way we want, so we can make it any way we want to do it. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, th- I think for this, I think for this series, we, let's keep it, um, half steps, whole and halves, not quarters, not all sure. half and quarters. Um, just for this first go round, just to see if by the end of the eight episodes, did we really want to go quarter steps? Um, I mean, I could make the argument that yeah, yeah do we need the yeah. extra space. Basically, I, I can make the argument. I could have easily gone two point two five easily because it's still yeah. not quite. F- 2.5. I would have done a 2.75. But um, there's there's I, I'm going a little conservative because I really know there's going to be room for growth. And I, I see my scores getting better. Hopefully getting better as the series presses.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why I gave it the score. I gave it because I expected I feel that it was a solid beginning and I feel like it's just going to get better from there.
1: Yeah. Well, I still think I gave it a, a, a solid score.
2: No, yeah, you did. So. Well,
0: like yeah. I said, uh, zero is dead down the center. Yeah. So no,
1: it's, it's not a zero. No. It's definitely above average on the scales. Yeah. But, you know, I think I would have taken uh first episode of Mandalorian the same way. I would have probably rate it a two. And or, which I really enjoyed that first mm. episode, I probably would have done a 1.5. And I really enjoyed that series.
0: That have probably been a little lower on the because remember the first the first couple episodes or, or the first like three or so episodes of Andor were really really
1: slow, slow burn yeah yeah true book of Boba Fett uh, book of Boba Fett I would have been somewhere between zero and one yeah on the first two three episodes of that yeah because I I would have edited it I would have done the editing totally different for me but um on that note final thoughts gentlemen Should I use that uh, term loosely thoughts. <laughs>
2: I'm very happy uh, with what we got so far, and I'm looking forward to seeing more. and uh, And I'm really looking forward to seeing where this story goes and what it leads to. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to what's coming up, and also there are definitely
0: new characters that we've not seen yet. Yeah. Mm. Because remember, at the end of Rebels, we were introduced to a brand new character that has not been even mentioned yet. Hera has a son running around out somewhere. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Where's Jason? And
0: we're assuming he has he can use the force, so he's got he's got to be force sensitive at some point.
1: Where's Jason's son? Right.
0: And we saw in the trailers that looked at someone. There was a man standing on a planet that had Luke Skywalker's lightsaber or Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber.
1: Right. So we're
0: going to yep. get to that at some point yep. where every I was assuming that might be Jason.
1: I, I loved We we we've spent an interesting week in the in the Emka Key household. And um, was Zoe being in the other room when she watched it? I hear. No, I'm like. <laughs> okay and then I finally catch up to her on, on the TV I was watching it on I was like oh when Sabine got stabbed and Zoe's reaction it's like they okay
0: specifically okay. put it on the right side because in general TV and movies have tra- trained us that the left side of the body you're <laughs> done yeah yeah it, it
1: was that was a moment, and Zoe calls me. They better bring her back in the next episode. <laughs> if not, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have words with Filoni. <laughs> like, oh Lord, I don't it. I don't need that. So, well, gentlemen, uh, I think we're about to get interrupted. Gentlemen,
0: sounds like there's only one thing left to be said.
1: Yes, there is. Give the evacuation code signal. All right. Cut. Jake, I can hold it! Hold on! No, I'm all right. Ah! I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2! <laughs>